News Geek with your hosts, John. If you only knew the power of the dark side. And Matt. I'm Batman. Join them as they embark on a journey through pop culture, sharing the good news, everyone. Hello and welcome to Good News Geek. John, Matt and Scott with you, probably. Saying his name. That's a yeah, bad habit I've developed. Nobody's going to go yeah, let's, uh, let's uh, cut that uh, yeah. and uh, start again. Oh, hi. Welcome <laughs> to Good News Geek with uh, John. John and Matt, Matt. And no one else. And no one else. <laughs> John and Matt and the big green blob. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing his Slytherin Udi. Yeah, very, very cool dude over there. I'm very cool. Well, this is a very special episode. It was meant to be even more special because it was meant to be a live episode that we were going to uh, stream on May the 4th. But unfortunately, a little thing called work got in the way and I was called out to a job and had to work a bit of overtime, so... Which was very upsetting. I mean, I was at your house, um, <laughs> mainly because I, I pre-ordered food and had to <laughs> swing by and pick it up, which yeah. was not awkward in the slightest. No, not at all. <laughs> but we are still going to proceed with this Star Wars-themed episode. We're going to pop in a few extra things, obviously, because an extra week has passed, so we have more things potentially to talk about. Uh, and what are they going to be? Uh, well, we yeah have a few things to talk about. Uh, as you said, we're going to talk about uh, Star Wars, many Star Wars things in general. We're going to talk about uh, Kenobi. We're going to talk about uh, Star Wars, The High Republic, Light of the Jedi. We're going to talk about The Bad Batch. <coughs> we promise this time. It's not actually a joke. We are going to talk about The Bad Batch. <laughs> we'll see. We are going to do the most horrendous and sacrilegious thing we could think of oh, on May the 4th, which is we are going to recast Star Wars A New Hope. You know, I I felt almost physical pain <laughs> yeah. when putting names down. Oh, it was it was rough. Uh, was we awful. and we will talk about a little bit of non Star Wars content too. We've got some Star Trek, you know, for a huge change from Star Wars. Uh, we'll talk about lower decks, uh, and we'll also talk about the Mortal Kombat movie. So it's an action packed episode. So make sure you stick around for that. All right. So Star Wars. We've talked about Star Wars a lot. We talk about Star Wars a lot. I'm obviously a Star Wars nerd, but to be honest, there's no other way to put it. I don't, well, I mean, there are other ways to put it, but we won't. <laughs> They're not polite ways to put it. Ah. <laughs> I think we all are, though. Yeah, 100%. You know, we talk about what we love. That's the whole point of doing this. We certainly don't do it for the money. No. Well, uh, probably doesn't. No. <laughs> so I think last year we did something similar or, you know, Star Wars based. We talked about, you know, what we really enjoyed about Star Wars or what made Star Wars so special for us or whatever the case mm. might be. So I thought this year, given that Star Wars has its ups and downs, there are some gems, there are some balls of sand. We know we don't like <laughs> sand. No, it's coarse and gets everywhere. Exactly. So... I thought we'd do the opposite this year and just talk about when Star Wars has crushed us just a little bit, uh, which has reminded us how much we love it because only those that you love can hurt you truly. So who wants to go first? Who has been hurt by Star Wars? I say you go first, John. Me go first? Yeah. Show us where Star Wars has touched you. <laughs> it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> In my heart. Um, so I had a few things that kind of came to mind when – I posed this question to myself when planning because I actually did plan this time. We did, yes. I think you have the somewhat let down of the prequels initially. This is back in the day when all we had yes. were the prequels and the original trilogy. Before the memes saved the prequels. 
the memes did save the prequels. Oh, they did. They really did. The, the more I read about it, you know, more, all the the more memes that I see, the more endearing the, the prequels become. Yeah. I've and, I've rewatched the prequels since then just to see the memes. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that I went and saw, not episode one because I didn't have the money to at the time. I was still a bit too young to have my own cash, so Mum didn't take me because apparently she sucks. Um, <laughs> but episode two and three, I went and saw for myself in the cinema, which are the only Star Wars movies I've seen in the cinema. Mm. So for me, they do have a special place in my heart. And at the time, they were completely faultless because I just I was just so excited about having Star Wars to look at. Question. Initially, that question you didn't see the 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 sequels then in the cinema. Yes, but back then, oh, that was okay. the only before you know before the sequels came along. Sorry, okay. Yeah, that was sorry. the only Star Wars I've seen in in the cinema. So that was pretty special. Up until Disney came along, oh. the you know the general. Disappointment of the quality compared to the original trilogy, which was my favourite, was was the biggest letdown I had, which by today's standards wasn't much of a letdown. No. It wasn't until <sighs> The Last Jedi that things got really bad. Sad. So the first sequel, which was The Force Awakens, mm. was okay. I enjoyed it. It wasn't doing anything new, but it was all right. No, and it did do some interesting stuff, especially seeing seeing that at the cinema compared to the prequels where they they just went ham on audio effects and visual stuff mm. in in uh, Force Awakens. Like I remember, is it John Williams going absolutely crazy? Oh well, even like score. you know, just the the, the <laughs> audio visual like uh, special effects. Like I remember when the first time they like have Kylo's lightsaber out. And yeah. you can feel the bass in the entire yeah. cinema like running through you. And it's like, ooh, that's a meaty feeling. Yes. Uh, Production then, quality and, was yeah, up there. It was, it was, they His little movement money he does with it, he almost jabs it out as, yeah. he, as he releases it. You know why? Because as a kid growing up, he probably had those extendable ones. Absolutely. So he's used to giving it a little flick when he turns it on. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about lightsabers okay. here, guys. Calm down. I don't know what's going, under that, um, going on under that woody there, but uh, keep it to yourself, please. Don't do that. So yeah, the second movie in the and then the third one and the, and then the third happened because like the third it was trying to undo the second movies. Yeah, the the first movie came and along and then the second movie came along and went nah, stuff you guys, I'm going to do whatever I want. And then the third movie came along and went well, don't really talk about that second one. Yeah, but that's let's fine. pretend that didn't really happen <laughs> yeah. and it tried to do too much and then as a movie it just fell apart. Yeah, you know, all it did was become a fan service thing. It was a bit like a fan film. It was um, where but. But a poorly made one where it was just about the that particular fan's wet dream coming true. Yeah. And it didn't really do anything for anyone in the end, I don't think, other than leave them a bit disappointed. So I guess what, what disappoints me, what breaks my heart is what could have been. Mm. They could have done a good job with a vision for the whole trilogy as yeah, opposed a to a united vision rather than yeah. infighting and, and yeah. arguing. And yeah. even that alone would have improved things. So I guess I'm disappointed about that. But then, of course, things like Mandalorian mm. help make it up. So... What about yourself? Uh, I think the biggest disappointment that I've had in in my Star Wars life uh, was when Disney took over and uh, just tossed out ninety percent of the uh, the expanded universe. Now Legends, yeah, because I I loved the movies. I watched the movies multiple times. Um, you know, pre pre prequels, and then uh, you know even when the prequels came out, like I saw them at the cinema. You know, we Scott and I uh, skipped school in uh, <laughs> year 11. eleven, I think it was, when uh, when episode three came out, and we went to the cinema, watched the cinema, watched the movie, then uh, went to Toys R Us while that was still open, bought the Xbox or PlayStation. What either? 
I think it was PlayStation Two. PlayStation Two, Revenge uh, of the Sith game. Yeah, and and <laughs> went home and just played it all day. Um, Excellent. Uh, you know, time well spent in in school. Absolutely, yeah. uh, and it's done no harm for you guys. Yeah. So like, I I loved Star Wars, but the the biggest thing that I always had with Star Wars was the novels. I absolutely loved the novels. I loved yeah. the mm. the expanded universe. I loved Same. the characters. Uh, you know, a lot of, some of the the, the pre stuff, but uh, you know, mostly you know like you know post. Um, Jedi mm-hmm. and then yeah when Disney took over and they just sort of went yeah we're not going to have any of that that's, that's no longer canon I was a little bit gutted and then they started putting their own stuff out which I'm like oh this could be exciting because they could do this and this and this no we're just going to do this they, yeah. they go their own way completely different and some of the stuff has been good some of the stuff has been incredibly disappointing yeah yeah no the extended universe or sorry the expanded universe was a definitely a significant blow mm. to because I, I I didn't get involved really a lot into the novels because I didn't read before the new stuff came out. I hadn't read a Star Wars book. Um, it was just from the movies and any shows that were out, right? But what was important was all, all the data. Like I, I love the Star Wars encyclopedia. I have the Star Wars mm-hmm. encyclopedia, for instance. As a reference, the expanded universe is really important. So yeah. I didn't like know the stories, but it gave me more depth to the universe that, that existed. Yeah. And now I've got my Star Wars encyclopedias there. It's like a three-set... Yeah. collection, half of it's not even up to date now yeah. on the new canon sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, I had, uh, I don't know if, you know, anybody else had this or remember this, but, you know, news agents used to do like the, the yeah, weekly magazines. I, I, for like four years, got the Star Wars one. Um, I think my parents gave it to me as a, as a gift and every week I think I'd get a new one and I would pull the magazines apart and put them in a binder in like, you know, the different, you know, so all the characters would be one and all the planets would be in the other. And I loved that because you'd learn so much about the universe and then it was like, yeah, that's all gone. Don't worry yeah. about it. That's, yeah, that's not true anymore. Devo. 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 What about yourself? Mine's a lot more of a base disappointment than yours. Got You guys went, like you went a lot more deep than I did. Well, Mine just was, in general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just can't get that deep. <laughs> For me, it was a difference between the, from the prequels to then the sequels was I thought they put a lot more time and energy uh, actors into like the fight scenes and made that more visually dynamic. And I thought the sequels were just boring fight scenes. Yeah. They did a lot more acrobatic fights in the prequels, mainly because. And just the, a lot faster and a lot more yeah, well kind the, of cool and intense. The original trilogy were just old people fighting. Yeah, obviously. Uh, and not well-trained. Yeah, not well-trained. The, <laughs> yeah. the prequels, they put a lot more training in. It was a lot more acrobatic. It was a lot more interesting. Yeah. The sequel fights were all just seemed to be about just raw power and yeah. how hard can I hit you A lot of anger. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ray's character, she was always screaming yeah. when fighting like she was angry. Yeah. Which is not, you know. That's not Jedi. The way like, a Jedi no. fight. And and I, I know that pe- a lot of people really love that scene where Snoke gets cut in half in the red room. Mm. But I've I've seen some people on YouTube actually deconstruct that scene mm. and it's not really very good. Once you go, oh, oh, okay. That person, that guard could have stabbed her 50 times in the back then and he just held his weapon waiting for the next block yeah, to come in. It wasn't his turn. No, exactly. So right. it's like a, watching a Power Rangers episode, mm. you know how they all attack at one, you know, once. So it's, it's like the, uh, the old Final Fantasy. It was all <laughs> turn-based combat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's no, but that's what I mean. Like as, that's obviously like a, a very like uh, more of an action movie oh, side. I, of I completely the, understand the thing that I didn't from, like, though. but um, I just found that as a visual thing, like, cause that's, I think as a kid where I got into 
Star Wars was like, oh, this is cool. Like the cool fight scenes and stuff like that, especially in episode one, Phantom Menace with old mm. Darth Maul pops out his double side. Oh, yes. And the chills that you mm. get then. Yeah, and Jewel of the Fates in the background. Jewel of the Fates. Yeah. Oh, John Williams. Yeah. So that's what I mean. That was intense. And I just found like the sequels were just, I th- actually thought they were going to be cool, like even better somehow, you know, like with the new new uh, visual effects and stuff they could have put in there and all the yeah. cool crazy stuff. I just expected it to be even more. And for it to take a backward step and actually be somewhat boring was a bit disappointed. Mm. Yeah. They are, uh, as Obi-Wan would say, uncivilized. uncivilized. So uncivilized. Yeah, definitely. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, I guess what it does reinforce, and it might be a bit of a negative talk about thing, how Star Wars broke our hearts, but I guess it just <laughs> reinforces how much Star Wars can mean to fans. And fa- um, Star Wars fans are passionate and sometimes it, it sounds like all they're spilling is they're just fanatics. definite hate. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not just about when something doesn't live up to their expectations, they feel it personally. And I think this is a good reflection of what that means to some fans, and including us. So for something to have the power to hurt you so much, it just goes to show how much of your heart you pour into it. So this is, a, I think, a momentous occasion for yourself, Scott. Oh, why? Because you're going to talk like in a proper segment that's been picked for you. Yeah, we, um, we've told you about this multiple times. We haven't just suddenly given you the piece of paper right now. Um, you yeah. to know what we're doing. <laughs> I did write it last week, but totally didn't. Did I send it to you? Yeah, you sent it. It was a message to chat. You, you could it. have done your homework, but did you? No. No. <laughs> did I mention? Hey, he's just like us. <laughs> yeah. So sit in your corner with your Udi. <laughs> yes. I learned from watching you. <laughs> <laughs> well, do as I say, not as I do, because I can't live up to that expectation. So fire away. What do you got to say? Well, it's got here. I've got it written in front of me. Just like COVID, Good News Geek has broken quarantine and is now in community transmission at the following locations. Okay. Please explain. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to explain it? Tell me more. Apple (laughs) Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. We knew that one already. Yeah, clearly. Spotify, (gasps) TuneIn Radio. What's TuneIn Radio? It's an app to listen to the radio. It's an app And podcast. And podcast. iHeartRadio. Which is the same as TuneIn Radio, just a different brand. Yeah. And Amazon Music. Don't ask me what Amazon is. If I have to tell you, you're out. I do know Amazon. It's a forest, right? (laughs) (laughs) So we are in all those locations now. So basically pretty much anywhere you can get good podcasts, you can also find our not-so-good podcast. (laughs) That's actually really good. Which raises the question is if it's everywhere you can find good podcasts and we're there now, are we lowering the quality of everybody else's podcasts? Yes, basically. That's how it works. Excellent. Yeah. So the average has just been brought down. High five. <laughs> Way to ruin that bell curve. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Proby. Hey, you're Appreciate welcome. it. And uh, congratulations on your first segment. Hey. Oh, it's just a plug. We, um, we may cut it. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, all this Star Wars news, mm. Kenobi or Obi-Wan Kenobi, whatever that's, that's going to be called. Uh, General Kenobi. General Kenobi. Yeah. I'm more specifically looking for Kenobi, not generally. <laughs> Anyway, so there has been some news as I destroy my study around me. Ewan McGregor has made a comment on the prequels and there's a quote here. I'm just going to read it verbatim. George loves technology and loves pushing into that realm. He wanted more and more control over what we see in the background. After three or four months of that, it just gets really tedious, especially when scenes are, and dot, 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 
I don't want to be rude, but it's not Shakespeare. There's not something to dig into in the dialogue that can satisfy you when there's no environment there. It was quite hard to do. So I guess that's more of a comment too on the fact that he's acting against a green screen. Yeah, I remember watching a video of him doing the... Uh, the scenes against General Grievous. Yeah. Because uh, they're, I mean, they're pretty <laughs> pretty one-dimensional scenes in the movie. And when you watch him doing it just with the green screen there, you realise just how hard it would have been to make that scene, like to, to put any sort of emotion or context in it. Like he, he had no idea what it was going to look like in the end. He's just been told, here are your lines. You're talking yes. to a, Hello there. a, a robot. <laughs> yes. The most important line in yeah. Star Wars. I mean, it, it has become possibly the best meaned part of the prequels and it was possibly the worst scene in the movie <laughs> and the worst one uh, that... Uh, well, there's two lines there. He's got the... How uncivilized. How uncivilized, yes. Uh, it, was, it was the worst one for him to film as well. But, uh, True. yeah, it, it definitely opened your eyes. I actually haven't seen, seen, the, it, seen that, it without the visual effects. I haven't seen yeah. that with just a green, him doing that in just a green screen, actually. Look it up. Yeah, I should. He also yeah. said something about that, you know, the that Star Wars wasn't really well received. But I think out of all of the performances, his oh, was he, a shining light. Yeah, exactly. The, the movies themselves, like, even the people that don't like the movies, liked his Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. I think he's still, I think, just about everyone's favourite character in Star Wars for the most part. Mm. Yeah. Besides maybe Mark He is Hammer. absolutely my favourite. Obi-Wan Kenobi was anyway, uh, but yeah. when I saw him. Yeah, brilliant. Really cemented in there. So brilliant. he was brilliant. If there was if there was one thing about that uh, the prequels gave us, it was Ewan McGregor's oh, 100%. Obi-Wan Kenobi. And for that alone, it was worth it. Mm. For, that's according to me. He did also mention that he's been doing a ton of lightsaber training. Yes, yeah. which is exciting. But, and who with? He's been doing it with Anakin. Yeah. They were training together. Yeah, we're waiting for you to continue on. We, I asked a question. Oh, you, you, were, you did it so expectantly like yeah. you're about to reveal this grand. <laughs> we're just waiting for the reveal. I'm That's all right. Super, super excited. It, the good thing is about audio podcasts is that dead air doesn't matter at all. No, I don't. No, it's no. good. <laughs> but we will leave it in. We'll leave it in. In fact, we I, might even extend it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Hayden Christensen then in the in the prequels? I thought he was. A lot of people ha- had hate. I actually really liked him. He what? he's grown on me. I like Hayden Christensen. Yeah, and I like his portrayal of Anakin. Whilst also understanding that dialogue and direction did play a role in how it was presented, a significant role. It's not an easy character to portray. Like, how do you grab, how do you, like, particularly in episode two, for instance, right? If you ask me, that was the brattiest, awfulest version mm, yeah. of Anakin. And that's saying a lot when you have Anakin as a kid, but he's just a kid, you've got to remember, in the first Are one. Are you an angel? Shut up. Don't, don't, don't traumatize me. Um, but, you know, it, he's only a kid. Yes. All right? Kids say things like that. Maybe not so corny. But in episode two, okay, you're playing a, a teenage kid with awesome powers and you feel you're being mistreated, you have mummy issues and you can't share. <laughs> Go for it. Mm. And you're frustrated with everything and everyone's against you and you're paranoid. And it's really and you, hard. And you hate sand. And you, ha- you, you hate sand. You really dislike sand. Sand, sand is the worst. Sand is that the is worst. what will turn into the dark side in the end. Sand. That's that's why he's always in pain in his suit. Mm, Palpatine sprinkled sand into his joints. He's like, you never get it out now. Yeah. It's with him. Forever. Always between his toes. Yeah. <laughs> it's in all, all the cracks. It does. So, yeah, I, I think it's difficult. Yeah. It, it, it was a victim of circumstance. It, it and I think 
like thinking back on it now, like I, I didn't like him at the start. I like it more now, possibly just because I've come to terms with it more. But I think it's also now that I have seen Clone Wars, I feel better with the Anakin character because mm. it was, it was, you know, he was a kid. That's fine. Whatever. We won't talk about him. Then he was a whiny teenager. And then suddenly he was, uh, you know, an, an adult that just went on a, went on a murder spree. And it was like, <laughs> that was well, big. I mean, yeah, that escalated we, quickly. we know where it had to end. And that was the thing. Like we knew it was coming, but it was like, man, that felt really quick. And then watching the Clone Wars, you see the slow build and slow yeah. turn in it. And that does help to flesh out that character awful lot and it, it does make some of the it, it doesn't make the, the the scenes make more sense but it, it puts them into a better context that you can yeah. then forgive more it gives mm. you more perspective yeah um, but i'm also very excited to have him now in the new kenobi oh me too yeah yeah i'm i'm looking forward to him being in i'm it. glad they're both back together because i think their d- dynamic was really good they did have a very good dynamic it's iconic yeah. well you know um they were doing the anakin and Obi-Wan fight that we heard about all those, or we expected yeah. all those mm. years in the books, Expanded Universe, all talked about among fans since the original um, trilogy wrapped up. So we expected something big and they delivered it. Now say what you like about the prequels. I thought that fight at the end, oh yeah, even though the high ground thing high was ground. controversial, <laughs> I thought all the lead up to what, it um, was pretty you, good. What do you mean controversial? He had the high ground. He had I the know, high ground. It's undefeatable. Just like Darth Maul had the high ground and he won that <laughs> fight too. Well, it, the high ground doesn't apply to Obi-Wan. I mean, <laughs> well, come on. He is immune Unless he to has the high ground. The high, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, my thoughts on the high ground are it wasn't just about the high ground. They have trained together for years and years and years and they know each other's weaknesses. That was I, what it was about. He knew he had the upper hand. Yes. And he knew exactly what And Anakin he tried to warn Anakin, do. you know, like, I'm teaching you another lesson here again, Anakin. I've got the high ground. Don't try it. Darth Maul had no and idea yet, what Obi-Wan could do and he caught him by surprise. Didn't expect these old Qui-Gon's lightsaber to come. No, didn't expect that. Didn't think that this puny Jedi Padawan would yeah, he was, have was a Padawan to stop him. Time, and so. he'd already killed like tons of Jedi before then. Yeah. yeah. And his master right in front of his eyes. Yes. Anyway, that's my two cents on that. Yes. Drift, drifting off topic anyway. slightly. <coughs> yes. So yeah, good news coming out of there. Uh, obviously with these things, depending on how COVID goes and whatnot. Could when is it? Was it next year? I believe so. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that, obviously. TBD. Yeah, that's right. Something else to, uh, that people have been looking forward to is the Bad Batch. And we're finally going to talk about it, guys. Oh, that, Are you excited? The fact that you just said the Bad Batch after the introduction, that's the first time we've done that. Well, that's all we've got time for tonight. <laughs> Thank you for uh, tuning in to Good News Geek. Yeah. No, we're going to talk about it tonight. All right, let's do it. These notes were from when we're going to do the episode on the night that it was going to be released. So the questions I have here is like, what are your thoughts on this? Blah, blah, blah. Who's seen it? I've seen a little bit of it. Yep. I couldn't nope. finish sitting. You haven't it. seen Bad Batch. Oh, yeah. Are you happy for us to talk about? Yeah, it? absolutely. Please. I'm actually. I'm really looking forward to it. Okay. So the first episode was like an hour and twenty minutes. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, and it looks like they're releasing them periodically, mm-hmm. so not all at once. So you can binge them. I know the characters at least, so that's a good start. Yeah, <laughs> that's good because I don't know the characters' names. Um, but I see, I've seen it. See, I wasn't too impressed with the Bad Batch in the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. the final episode, the final episodes of Clone Wars. I just thought, yeah, okay, yeah, clones, that's good. Let's um you've got a lot of clones. You got these are different clones. You have the, the, the main clone, what's his name? You got with Echo, the enhanced Echo, um, Hunter, Tech and Wrecker. Hunter, right? Yeah. Hunter looks like winning dragons uh, sorry, Tiger Blood, what's his name? <laughs> uh Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen in um <laughs> Young Guns or whatever it is, <laughs> yeah, with yeah. that bandana and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, all I see is, is him. 
<laughs> so I can't take his character seriously. Yeah. Um, I like that. But I actually thought in their own series it was good because it showed a different period of time. It was, well, not different period of time. It was when um, uh, Order 66. It does look exactly like that. It does, doesn't he? Just looking at a photo. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I see Hunter, that's all I see, Charlie Sheen. It's yep. just in a, in a I like that. hilarious movie. So I can't take him seriously. So Order 66 is executed, but these clones being somewhat deviant from mm-hmm. the um, normal, they don't activate. Yes. So um, they're, they're, they're trying to work out what the hell's going on. Why are we killing the Jedi, all the Jedi? Um, and we also see a young Padawan in the show who is Kanan Jarrus mm-hmm. from Rebels, though with his original name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he escapes, so you can see why he doesn't really quite like clones because he watches his master get murdered uh, mm-hmm. by them, which I thought was pretty cool. Not that murder's cool, but you know what I mean. Like I, I know exactly what you mean. You you mean that it was cool that his master got murdered in front of him. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I, I love pain yeah. on other people's faces, and that's what I thought. No, it was, but you know, it was. Um, okay, so in the uh, movie, you see Jedi getting killed. Yes. But you don't see young, uh, sorry, young children look on horrified and watching their master being murdered and then they get murdered. You just see a bunch of kids in a room with a lightsaber activated. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Master Skywalker, so many of them. That's all you see, right? <laughs> I'm surprised, <laughs> to be honest, that he killed them because they called him master. Like he would have been like, these kids live. Yes, these kids live. They call <laughs> me master. And then they all sit in the, they each all become masters and yep. they all sit in the chair and they talk about great things and have s'mores and stuff. S'mores. <laughs> <laughs> Space s'mores. Star s'mores. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm here all week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I thought that show was really good. I don't want to go into the full details of it and spoil anything, but my overall impression was pretty good. Mm. In fact, it makes me feel like a little bit of a, an idiot for kind of ignoring them up until so now. Yeah. But it's only because, in, like I said, in the Clone Wars. They um, were pretty bad in the Clone Wars. I just, I just yeah. why three episodes? Just get over it. Just Get off already. Because yeah. in Clone Wars they were just a bit of a fillery type thing. That's how it felt. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, this is the final season. Are you going to tell a story yet? What are you trying to say? Why did we get these episodes? Well, it was because. Other than to make a spin-off. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was It was because they'd already had it planned that they were going to make the spin-off and they're like, let's introduce these characters over three yes. episodes. Yes. And yeah. then nothing. <laughs> and obviously in that series we got more of Ahsoka, which is never a bad thing except for the episodes that she featured in involved other sucky characters. <laughs> You know, the spy stump people, whatever they're called. Anyway, so yeah, that was really good. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at Proby's like, no, he hasn't seen it yet. No, I haven't seen that bit. We won't spoil it. It's definitely worth I know, a watch. I know of it, but yeah, I get it. That'll be your homework. Go watch it. Go watch. Go That's watch Clone Wars and Bad Batch. Yes. So the other Star Wars thing that I've read, though it wasn't really read, is Star Wars The High Republic Light of the Jedi. Mm. This is a, a new story that is set a couple of hundred years before the events of the prequels. Gotcha. So when you say that it's a new thing that you've read that you haven't really read. It's an audiobook. I got an audiobook uh-huh. because uh, at the time I was driving to work to and from, I have a young son who if you, he sees you with a book, expects to be read too. So you can never get a moment's peace. And at night time when he goes to bed, I'm just so exhausted from the day. I don't really want to do anything. So I listened to it. To and from work. Must make reading your special magazines very hard. Yeah, I only need about two minutes for that. This story, again, like I said, it's had a couple of hundred years. Uh, Master Yoda is there because he's like really super old. Oh, he right? is. But he's relatively young here. Yeah, only like 500 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's only a couple of hundred years old. Uh, just a just a youngling. No, he wasn't a youngling. He was a 
Jedi. He wasn't master he, still. He's not Baby Yoda. He's young. No, Yoda. but even but he's even, young for Yoda. Isn't like Baby Yoda like fifty in like yeah fifty or something. Yeah, like. he's yeah he's like young. But he's still a baby. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I listened to it and it wasn't an abridged version where it was just like only voice it was like special effects sounds in the background and stuff like that so it was really like quite immersive and really easy to get into what i really loved and look i've read the reviews Mm -hmm. on amazon did you read the reviews or did you read the audiobook of the reviews (laughs) (laughs) no i read the reviews i read the reviews before i got the book and it was pretty mixed bag is this only a book we're talking about though what you what we're talking about this This is a book so the the high republic set in that time is um going to have many different things there's gonna be comics Graphic novels, novels for young, not young children, but young adults. And so there's going to be a whole slew of materials set in that era coming out. And this was the kind of more adult story. Cool. So this is audio, really good to, um, to listen to. And it's a new era to explore. And it's at the height of the Republic in a time of peace, right? So this is unusual for Star yeah. Wars. But it doesn't take mm. long for the wars part of Star Wars to happen. But it's not a war. The Jedi are really impressive. So And there's lots of them. And not only are they impressive, but they're well known. So basically everyone that comes across the Jedi know who they are because the Jedi are in amongst it, right? Everyone is interested in getting along peacefully. The The Senate isn't as bogged down and crappy as it is by the time we get to um, episode, one. episode one. So things seem to be pretty good. The only problems are the criminals. So it's nice and easy because you have... Most people, the good guys, and then there's a bad element. So it makes it really quite clear as to who's the good guys, who's the bad guys, Jedi good, who's the main criminals bad. Follow? Okay, so it kind of follows a whole bunch of people. Right. So it's not from one character's point of view. It's a bit like, you know how Game of Thrones, each chapter's like a, mm-hmm. um, from yep. the point of view of a different character. It's a little bit like that. Yep. Um, not quite. You do get introduced to a lot of different people, a lot of names. I'm not going to go through them here, but... Um, it's really good. And the way that some of these Jedi use the Force is really impre- impressive as well. Also, it brings out sort of like how there's particular like special powers that some Jedis have and others don't. Yeah, so some innate like qualities. <coughs> um, yep. For instance, one Jedi, one of her special abilities is that when working with other Jedi, she can help kind of connect mm. them all to each other so they work harmoniously and together and they can kind of all feel each other and know what each other are doing when people need help, when, you know, Everyone. all that kind of stuff. And so they can work really well together and she feels the force as a song and when something's not right she hears like a bad melody and you know whatever a bit airy fairy a lot, a lot of the stuff that was in the uh expanded universe that they got thrown out that they're now bringing back in which is good and taking the credit for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no um i thought it was really good how they did that and and some jedi have strengths and you know weaknesses and whatever and that comes out and that's really cool yeah, I, I just I think it was really good. And this centers around a story about a, a disaster that occurs with a ship in hyperspace and the Jedi intervene because this ship breaks up in hyperspace and then exits in hyperspace with debris travelling at close to the speed of light dispersing through a star system. Mm-hmm. And so they have to try and – because, you know, even if a small chunk hits a planet or whatever, it's going to wipe out life pretty quickly. So they're trying to intervene. But it's not as basic as that. It wasn't, let's say, an accident someone has weaponized hyperspace. (gasps) But that doesn't happen until episode eight. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so this, um, obviously people are complaining a little bit in the reviews about, oh, they've ruined hyperspace. But what I did like about it being a facts and figures man is that they 
um, you get to know a bit more about hyperspace because it's never really explained. They're, they're putting a bit more of the science in the science fiction. Yeah, kind of. But, and, and the science is we don't know how it works. It just does. But at least I know that now. Yeah. Like so the people that pioneered so it's, it's, hyperspace. It's like the science of your computer. You don't know how it works, but it does. But it does. I turn it on. It works most of the time. Um, so, yeah, that's I don't know. That's the ex- explanation for hyperspace because, you know, it's I have like um, I have a Star Wars encyclopedia. I also have a Star Trek encyclopedia. And that tells you how warp drive works. Oh, dilithium crystals. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it's a bit more complicated than that. But, yes, that uh, dilithium crystals do catalyze the reaction between matter and antimatter. <coughs> keep it controlled so it can – anyway, I've been told to wrap that up. So, yeah, really good. I think it's worth uh, listening to or reading, obviously. I've already pre-ordered the next uh, book in the series. I have a question. Has it been finished yet or is it like you pre-ordered it now because they're still like – Yeah, it's uh, sometime this, later this year it's coming. Yeah. I have a question, sir. Uh, you said it was a audiobook with uh, like effects and stuff like that. Yeah. Is it the one person voicing every character or are there multiple voice – Actors in this book. It's just the one. Who is it? A dude. Okay, thank you. Some dude. I don't know. I should have been more prepared. Shouldn't you should I? have been more prepared. Now, yeah. I'm asking uh, <laughs> because I I too listen to audiobooks. Some of the favorite books that I've had, I can't listen to on audiobook because they change the narrator between the books, and they're you know the new ones terrible. You know, they pronounce the characters completely different. They have mm. you know bad inflections and and bad timing. And then there's some that I uh, love. Uh, well, yeah, like I, I started listening to a whole series just because I liked the guy that was narrating it. Like I'd never heard of the series before and I went, I like this guy. He was really good in a book I was listening to. I'll get his next series that he's narrated. Mm. Yeah. So the, the book is written by Charles Sewell and it is narrated by Mark Thompson. I know that name. Yeah. So he did a really good job. Mm. And like he doesn't put on voices, but well, he kind of does. He, he, he changes. He changes he his changes voice enough so you know. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So I, I just thought it was really good. It was different. And, yeah. I, and I like the fact that it was set in a different era because the future's set. So they can't do anything to ruin what's already happened. Yeah, because if they did, it'd be a real uh, Star Trek yeah, mm. don't, yeah. discovery. Uh, it, would, it, would, <laughs> it would be that now they have to make an alternate timeline. Yeah. An alternate timeline in Star Wars, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't feel right. It's more of a Star Trek thing. As long as they don't, you know, like ruin things for the future, you know, in there. Like unless Yoda, something, Yoda dies. Unless, <laughs> unless, something, unless something they do wipes out the sequels. Ooh. No, that would never happen. But it was that far behind it would also wipe out the prequels. And Shut up. <laughs> you McGregor. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there is that. Oh, I thought it was great. So if you're looking for some new Star Wars material – that is just enjoyable, easy to read, or easy to listen to, that's for sure. I don't know how it is to read, but definitely easy to listen to. And I'm not plugging Amazon or whatever it's called. Audible. Amazon Audible. 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 That's what I use to listen to it, and I thought it was fantastic. This and episode worth. not sponsored by Audible. No, we are not sponsored by everybody. You cannot go to audible.com slash goodnewsgeek because <laughs> the link does not <laughs> Because exist. we do not have that link. <laughs> if you do find it, please let us know because we'd like to get some credit. So I thought we might take a Star Trek break, but if you're listening and you're wondering, where is this Star Wars recasting? Is it coming? Is it ever going to happen? Yeah, it is. It will, but we have to mentally prepare ourselves we- for the sacrilege. <laughs> it is awful. It is really awful. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're a masochist. Yeah, so. I am. You're, you're weird. You you love Jar Jar Binks, so. Yeah. And your favourite Batman is a disgrace. You don't even know. And also you've been. We, di- no one knows yet. You've been disappointing your family for years, so you're used to it. <laughs> used to it. <laughs> Just in Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we need to take a Star Wars break. Sure. Now, who wants? Do we want to talk about Star Trek or do we want to talk about Mortal Kombat first? I've seen Mortal Kombat. There you go. I guess we're talking about Mortal Kombat. Well, let's talk about that. Proby might actually be able to participate. And Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. He sounds far Next. more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I should come to expect that, shouldn't I? Well, I don't have any notes for this, so I guess we could just yeah. go. So We're, we're off, off sheet. We're off, off the cuff. Off sheet because uh, this wasn't part of the plan. Mm-hmm. I'm altering the deal. Anyway, so I went and saw it the other night with Yolanda. Yes. We saw it on Sunday afternoon like a bunch of 90-year-olds. But other than that... I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, my friend took me for my birthday, actually. Oh, happy birthday. I didn't even know. That just shows how close we are. Wow, thanks. How old are you, 23? Wow, I wish. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just basing it on your maturity level, not your looks. Oh, seven. IQ level would have been, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 33 now. I'm getting there. Very good. Well, IQ, that is. Yeah, you are so old, man. (laughs) 33. How old are you? 33. I'm 36. I'm devastated to know I'm older than both of you. <laughs> this is the first time I've realised. I've probably always known but never quite accepted it's one, of those, it. one of those deep, dark secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, so no, uh, we went really good though. I actually very much enjoyed it. It was what you expect from a Mortal Kombat movie. So? It was highly ridiculous. Yes. But it was funny. So we had the Australian guy, um, what's his name? He played Kano. Kano. That's I, right. I, I, I can't yeah, remember yeah. the actor's name off the top uh, of my head. Yeah. Anyway. You'd know him. I would know him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's not looking at him. <laughs> 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 oh, I haven't seen the movie yet. Sorry, guys. I'll, uh, I'll look it up. He though. was a standout performance, I thought. I thought so too. I yeah. actually really enjoyed it. Uh, comic relief. Very highly silly. Yeah, comedy. yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I thought there was Very, the, the gory bits were pretty good. Yeah, the gory bits were really good. Like the, um, the hat yeah. spin. Just like from Kung the, Lao. Kung, Kung Lao's, Lao's hat. Like, yeah. We don't want to spoil too much. But oh, Josh Lawson. Josh Lawson, yes. Yeah, He's uh, a good, yeah, good a Aussie of, actor. A lot of comedy things, thank God you're here and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant guy. So, um, no, good. It was, uh, I was surprised that it was actually so well put together. Mm. I actually really enjoyed it. Obviously, it's like ridiculous. Of course. Um, I mean, it's, it's based on a video game where you're taking part in a tournament Chris. for the future of the realms, realms of uh, Earth, uh, Earth <laughs> and you're in Mortal Kombat where you kick the snot out of another person until they're dead. Correct. So until they die. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's not exactly drama. You know, it's not. No. It's not. Um, it's not. You're not going to see this um, up there with the classics. <laughs> this is not going to go up against Citizen Kane as you know <laughs> filmmaking excellence. But it was a fun film. It told the story simply. And made right here. In South Australia. In South Australia. Which was some of the best bits. I, I, I liked picking out some of the locations. Uh, locations like, oh, that's Torrens Island Power Station. Correct. You know, and things like that. It's like, oh, okay. And then there was um, uh, Mount Crawford Forest yes, as well. Ancient Japan looks a lot like Mount Crawford Forest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's only because we're local we go, oh, that's this spot, that's this yeah. spot. Yeah. Um, but certainly if you're watching from somewhere else, anywhere else pretty much, you'll go, you know, it looks good. And I think that's why they chose here is that they could get a lot of different locations and uh, yeah. like in the desert and stuff, they could get some really good shots. Um, yeah, which is good because they normally pick other locations in Australia, but, uh, you know, we weren't on total lockdown like everybody else. So exactly. I think they, they could actually the make their movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was good because, yeah, I think it looked, it looked really good and the effects were excellent, the effects visual were, effects. That's what I was about to say because they made this movie not long ago. The visual effects were highly polished for getting it done so yeah. so quickly. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah. The what, ice and, effects were fantastic. Yeah. 
and the gore was over the top, like almost cartoony, like exactly like the game. The games are. Like it was in big, like the blood spurter and big splodges, just like the game. Were there like x-ray fatalities? No. No, but no. But there was a motion. fatality and a flawless victory. There was a flawless victory. Yeah. And he even says it. <laughs> yeah. And that was good. You know, like it's corny, but in a good way. After all, it's 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 Mortal Kombat. It's yeah. Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah. don't expect a serious movie. Somewhat, but expect good, a fun one. That's good, for sure. Good action scenes. Good acting by the actors doing it though as well. So it was yeah, good, yeah, good fun. I like the story between Scorpion and Sub Zero. I like that. So you have much to watch. Yes, and I suggest I, uh, you do that. I am looking forward to seeing it, um, but I'll I'll wait for it to appear on some form of streaming platform and uh, rent it there. For any can well rent it, buy it, watch it over and over again. Show your kids. I'd buy it. <laughs> I'd buy it. I'd watch it again and again. Yeah, I'd buy it. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. I just want to talk quickly about Star Trek, and I know that's sacrilege to do on a Star Wars themed event, but I just wanted to touch on it briefly because I've been meaning to for some time. It's been in my plans, my notes for a while, and I just failed to put it on the actual plans for each episode for Mainly some reason. You haven't been doing plans for it. Shut up. Star Trek Lower Decks. It's an animated series. You can watch it on Amazon here in Australia, Amazon Prime. Is, and it, a, I, is it a cheap version of um, Clone Wars? Is it the Clone Wars no, for Star Trek? No. No, I'd say not. Um, initially it was. it's a really fast-paced animated show, particularly the, the main character, Beckett. She, like, is like a warp 9.879 all the time. And I that put me off a bit and I thought, this is just my oldness coming out because I'm like, and slow down, she talks too fast. Yeah. You know, form your words before you speak. And I'm thinking, I am an old man. So I decided to give it another go because I watched a couple of episodes in a row and thought, you know what, this is just not doing it for me. My slow it's, brain it's can't too, keep up. It's too stupid, just like me. But then after I got over that, the episode started to really resemble Star Trek, like the Star Trek that I knew. Mm-hmm. It was character-based. It could be silly. I mean, it's an animated show. What do you expect, right? Yep. This wasn't like Clone Wars, which is kind of serious but animated. This was like a cartoon, cartoon. Yep. But they still got to cover some really good content. The characters were fun and, enga- and engaging and they all developed in their own arcs as well, which was great. They weren't just throwaway characters where they're just the same day in, day out. You know, it wasn't like The Simpsons is now for instance. It, they actually mean something when something happens to them. And they address the issues that many people face in life, right? Like one of the big critiques of a lot of modern properties these days, particularly reboots, say like Picard or whatever, is that they get really political. They're covering human things, like yes. human issues, but they're doing it from a point of view of this is what's right. And it's a bit preachy. In this, I found that they're delivering the same messages but without the preachy. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that because some effort has been taken to not sledgehammer their um, their points across. Yeah, it's um, it's the same sort of flaw that, uh, not that I finished watching it, but the, <laughs> the last season of Doctor Who had. Yeah, yeah, I didn't finish watching that either. Like they, they discuss finding yourself, knowing yourself, uh, family relationships, trust, friendships, Loving loyalty. Yourself. No, they haven't done that episode yet. Is that a different episode? Is that Rule 34 episode? All these things. They're not big, stinky, preachy, whiny sook fests, which I really appreciated. But they still got the message across and they still delivered good episodes and particularly the final couple were really, really quite fun and really good. So I like it and I think it's a Star Trek that we deserve to have as fans at the moment because I think that Discovery and Picard are significant letdowns. (laughs) To... To be kind. We've heard your thoughts on this before. Yes. Yeah. And I will say it. So what, what you're telling me is that this is up there in the top two 
recent Star Treks with this and the Orville. Correct. And I couldn't separate Orville or this. <laughs> yeah. So that's my thoughts on that. I think we put it off long enough, guys. All right. I Are think you it's sure? time. Do we do we take a do we take a, a break? You know, stretch our legs. <laughs> uh, you know, go for a, go for a run around the block. No. I want to after we give this. By the way, right? I want to hear back from other people's who they thought would go well in these recasts. Definitely, because actually, I want I want if people agree with us or they go, that's ridiculous. <laughs> You're an idiot. Yeah. I um. You've you've got a you've got a pen there, Jonathan. Yes. I'm using your formal title, so you know I'm serious. My name's not Jonathan, but that's okay. No, it is now. <laughs> it is now. Uh, what I think we should do is we will all give our cast, you know, character by character. So we'll go Luke, we'll go, you know, Harm, we'll go down the list. Right. But I think we should vote at the end of each one of who wins. who who we agree and then the final list is the new cast. And, and we'll publish that on our Facebook page, and then everyone can critique the crap yes. out of it. As so it'll be a it'll be a collaboration between all of us in the end. But we all have our uh, our own individual list. That we I think created. that's an excellent idea. Yeah, of course it is. I can <laughs> help with it. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll start with Luke Skywalker. All right. All right. Now, oh, this hurts. Okay. So, so much. now, did did everyone go like well known actors? Act- slash actresses. Uh, I mean, I just I went with who I thought would fit the role best. Um, I did too, but of people that like actors that people would know. So it was like a an obvious sort of. Um, you don't have to go. Oh, who's that? Yeah, I, I I tried to limit it to people who I thought looked like they could play the part. Yeah. Because I didn't use acting prowess as the main selection criteria. I did on a couple. Be- because. Though it did it did factor into my considerations, but uh, because I'm basically what I'm looking for new casts, I'm trying to. I, I don't watch a lot of new movies, but if you think because of if they were everything. to redo the original, yeah, God forbid, if they did, then obviously they would up it a lot. So I they would have of, to. I thought of the the acting and the the intensity of yeah the, the the movie, and again probably fight scenes. I thought of as well. Yeah, well, you're going to love my selection because it's going to be pretty. Mm. All right. All right. How about we do it? You go first because you're the probie. Yep. And you um, can laugh at my jokes. Correct. Yep. And then. Yeah. I've, um, do you want me to go through all of them? No, no, no we'll just do Luke. One by just one. Luke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Luke. All right. Sebastian Stan. So he plays Winter Soldier. Yes. I thought, give him a bit of a haircut, fresh face. He's uh, obviously, he's been in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I actually very much enjoy his acting style when it comes to action and fighting and stuff like that. I think he's very good. I think he can play that innocent sort of idiot that turns into a bit of a badass. Okay. So here's the problem. Uh, that, that is a very interesting choice and I'll, I'll mm. tell you why a bit later. What I did was I watched the movie again while I was trying to come up with them <laughs> and so I. I only based my character choices on the character in that movie, not what they would become, not, you know, yep, he, he do. doesn't, <laughs> you know, Luke turns into the, you know, the badass Jedi warrior, but in A New Hope, he's a whiny, annoying, yeah. but I want to go hang out with my friends. But yeah. I I thought of they probably wouldn't put such an emphasis on such a, a whiny Luke, maybe a bit of a, a loser. But they, I don't think it would emo be. Emo Luke. Yeah. Yeah, a bit so, more of an emo Luke. Yeah. Rather than, 
a whiny so little. I, so I, I've picked all my characters, which um, comes a lot in sort of like the. Because um, I thought about if how they would redo the movie. So yeah. they could keep it, you know, the same storyline, but they would redo it. Yeah. In a so, different sort so, of light. Yeah. So some of my characters will be very different because I'm only basing it like, you know, the, the layer one, you know, she becomes a, li- a bit more whingy late wrong, but in this movie she is literally, I don't need you to rescue me. Hurry up, get me out of here. Let's go, you know, stop yeah. stuffing around. She it's, was the leader really. Yeah. So, yeah, so mine's a little bit different. But, yeah, so for my Luke, I went Tom Holland. I was uh, – Tom Holland was my other one is slash Tom Holland. <laughs> so he's younger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he can still pull off the the whingy, whiny, uh, the kid. But, you know – Also he, acrobatic. He, well, he would still do, yeah, like, the, you know, the the swinging along the zip line would still be all right with that. Um, but, uh, I thought you know, just, well. the, just the, the awkward, you know, growing into himself kind of a, a teen – character so i thought he would uh, perform well in that a good selection i thought about um sebastian stan as well but i thought he could play luke as a jedi luke yeah but that's what i thought yeah. already like a little bit older mm-hmm. so, and and because i think a lot of fans are pushing for that if any version of luke was to come out again he would be a bit older yeah that they would use him tom holland i was also thinking about tom holland but i thought i oh, just too well known for spider-man that's what i thought, I thought as well. so i discounted him only for that reason now, I came up with a guy called Ty Simpkins. You probably think, who the hell is Ty? I do. I am thinking that. So he was the kid in Iron Man 3 that helped Tony Stark. <laughs> with the watch? Yes. <laughs> he was in Jurassic World. He was, yeah. So he's the right age yep. and he didn't look awful in his IMDb profile. <laughs> so, so Stop checking out kids. You're not, what yeah, I, you're not dating him. What I mean is that um, so he's been in a, a blockbuster film. Couple. Two. So he, he has that you know, weight on, on your shoulders already in relation to the responsibility well of known. being in that. Not really. Not overly well known. Just Especially like not as an adult. People know him from as a kid, That how he looks as a kid. Exactly. Because he's still in Jurassic World. He's still kiddish. Yeah. So I thought he's the right age, nice young, Luke Skywalker, <laughs> fit. No, <laughs> just the way you're looking. Yeah. Um, so I thought he would be it. Cool. Good one. So uh-huh. we have to pick one, do we? We have to pick one. This is This is the problem. <laughs> We've all got our thoughts. I can't pick Sebastian Stan for, for reasons I'll go into later. Uh, well, will it spoil your other selections? Han, no, Han we'll, Solo. Yeah, we'll, we'll go into more <laughs> stuff. But so I, I understand what you mean that Tom Holland's pretty well known, but 90% of the characters we're choosing are probably going to be pretty well known people from yes, movies. Yes, they will be. No, so I, I, I go Tom Holland because he was my second choice as well. So. Well, you both suck. So I can't outvote that. You can't. So Tom Holland, Spider-Man, Skywalker. All right, Leia Organa. Leia. All right. I've only got one choice here. I've got two for just about everyone except Leia. This I, is the only one I had multiple on. Okay. Well, I chose <laughs> this purely from – okay, I'm just going to say Emma Watson. Uh, we, okay, we know purely why you were choosing Emma Watson. <laughs> you pervert. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Any other reason? You're just waiting for the episode you, six. You know exactly why. Yeah. <laughs> You, no, wish but you, also, you wish you could be her brother. At the, <laughs> at the same time, she's sort of that right age, I thought. That right age, strong acting career, strong woman. Like she's very active, obviously, is a thing. I thought it would fit well with like what you said before with the – she's more of the leader in the first mm-hmm. – that first thing. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. Interesting choice. And again, keeping with that pop culture like background as well with Harry Potter and that before. So. Keeping it in the family. Mm. Yeah. All right. That's going to be the problem. I think 90% of our choices are going to be people that have been in 
Marvel Other pop movies culture. recently, yes. but just because that's the only movies that have really, Emma really been out. Marvel. She? she was marvelous. Yes. Oh, she was marvelous. Uh, so I have I have two. Okay, I'm gonna I'm, I'll, I'll choose one as my main one. All right, let us have it. Tessa Thompson, who played uh, Valkyrie in. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. She is a maybe too old though. Well, I mean, Leia was. She was supposed to be the same. Nineteen. Like Luke. She's meant yeah. to be nineteen. Yeah, she's, she's supposed to be. Teenager. But even even that's in that, why I picked two characters, who, two actors who are the same age, or at least one to two years within each other. Yeah. So she is very strong. Uh, very. She's independent. like thirty she's in Thor, so she'd be like thirty-five now. But what about the genetics? You. What about genetics? Well, Luke and Leia are twins. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Diversify. Well, well, within the womb, <laughs> Pad Padme and Darth Vader is clearly black. <laughs> his voice is. <laughs> his whole outfit is. Uh, that doesn't matter. We've got we've got poetic license, um, especially for some of my other ones. Um, yeah, so right. I think I think she could pull it off. The, she's definitely an excellent. Like, she is. She's very actor for action. Funnily, funnily enough, my my backup would also come across the same problem for you. Then was uh, Zoe Saldana. It, look, it's not my. Zoe. It's not my problem. What? I don't have a problem. <laughs> you have a problem right. with black people. I'm just no. That is not right. I'm merely talking basic genetics here. Okay, that's all. That's all. Mm. It was frustrating for me to be limited to. Okay. I have no problem with her genetics. I think her Shut genetics up. are on. Point. Of course they are. <laughs> Who was your second choice? Zoe. Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Okay. That's a very good choice. Again, age. Yeah. Yeah. They can. I mean, it's 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 you know movie magic. They can make. Then again, she's she's not averse to. It's not uh, Queen Mother Leia. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> she she's definitely doesn't mind putting on makeup for hours and hours at a time mm. before a movie. That's for sure. Look yeah. at her. Every movie she's in, she's a different color. Yeah. So yeah. So they were my choices. Just just purely. Would you stop mentioning color? Just purely. I'm going to mute the microphone. Come out the way you did. <laughs> You're triggering John, okay? All this yeah, talk about colour is triggering John. <laughs> Shut up, you two. Right. right, what have we got? Okay, so my choice, again, not as well a known actor, uh, is. Tris. Cl- it means the both. Sure. Maybe so sexist, man. Race, sex, what? Now what? Clara Rugged. Do you know who this is? No. Okay, so have you seen the movie I Am Mother? No. What? You haven't seen I Am Mother on Netflix? Are you saying I am? It was made in I South am. Australia. I am mother. No. No. You guys are missing out. Well, I've seen out. I've seen Wolf Mother. No, no. Uh well, I can't show you now. That'll hold up the show. But <laughs> He's about to put I, it on. I, Hang on, I, let me bring up Netflix and show yeah, you. But no, yeah. <laughs> we'll sit here for the two hours and you're gonna watch this movie until you <laughs> know who she is. So yeah, Clara Ruggard, she was the um one of basically one of the leads there. And okay. um she was great. She was she's right age. I'm going to Google her now. She's in a sci-fi movie. So, uh, yeah, I thought that she was a good a good pick. But, uh, yeah, you guys don't even know who she is because you didn't even know the movie she's in. They're typing away furiously on their phones. So I'm, 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 just, I'm just looking at some images. Ooh. I am. Uh, oh, what's oh, that yeah. on there? Um, <laughs> I see. Yeah. Oh, it's like a very sci-fi looking thing with the robot. Yeah, yeah, she was brilliant. The performance was excellent. She's called Daughter. Yes. Well, clearly she's not mother. No, the robot is mother. Yeah. There so, you go. So, yeah, she was really good. Her acting was fantastic and she looked – she was able to carry a strong, you know, aura with her. So mm. I thought she'd be good. Interesting. For that while she still has, looking she has a, innocent. She's a five head. It's not quite a forehead. It's too big. That is, that is very shallow. It is very shallow, <laughs> but, uh, but we didn't expect You can less. do the hairstyle to cover that, you know. <laughs> what do you think the buns were doing? <laughs> I was about to say she does look very young. Yes, yeah, she does. Uh, she's yeah. very young. She's 
You said not that. not too young. You said that is strange. Not right? illegally um, young. She's she's totally legal. She's, she's, she can kiss as many of her okay. brothers as she wants. Okay, stop digging a hole for yourself. So she's she's twenty three apparently. Um, yes. I thought she she looked younger in the photos. But yeah, she looks like they 15. were possi- possibly old. Photos. You know, old well photos from movies when she was younger. She's currently this age. Yeah. Uh, so I think Tom Holland is still older, but they they're close. But he looks young for his age too. He does. He does. Well, well, like from it. my point of view, I'm, I'm an old man. Yeah, everybody so. looks young from your age. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Some inland lakes look young for you. <laughs> right, I'm going to mute your, your microphone right. next. All right. Okay, so clearly we have to vote. I, I doubt the one that you have never heard of before is no, going to be. No, I mean, be- I'm, I I don't mind her. I think I would prefer her than Emma Watson. I think Emma Watson, sorry, Scott. Yeah, you suck, Scott. Is, she, I don't. She's I don't Hermione. Think, and she's quit acting anyway. No, I, I just don't think she's she? like a strong enough character. Like even in Harry Potter, like she has the strong moments, but. She's never. She's always following. She's always relying on other people. Not in other movies she's been in though. Yeah, but Beauty and the Beast. She was the main character. Yeah, that's true. She did a really good job. She did do a good job in that movie. I will give you that. But is Leia a books person or a blaster person? No, but that's the thing. Like she, I think she has that that acting where she she could pull it off. I think easily. I think she could. I so think mine I'm, has to win on I'm, the age. I'm, yeah, I'm going to put my vote. But just because you guys don't like mine because of the age, um, I'm going to put my vote. In, uh, in Clara. Come on. Yes. Excellent. All right. Han <laughs> Solo, you're going to hate Han mine. Solo, I bet. Oh, God. <laughs> are right. we doing that? Who are we doing last? Obi-Wan last? Uh, we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. Okay, cool. Okay, Han Solo. I've got, I went a little bit different here. I went Michael B. Jordan. Well, John clearly has a problem with that. <laughs> I do not have a problem with that. I'm sitting here nodding. I'm definitely nodding. I think Michael Many B. Jordan- Many of my friends are. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he would be a brilliant Han Solo. Yep. Already got the same attitude type thing going. Perfect. The swagger. Swagger's mm. there. Yep. How old is he? <sighs> a bit older. But that's, that's fine. But it's meant to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like this movie, he he doesn't have much other than- cocksure attitude and you know almost like a quiet like grizzly like you know this is what we're doing i'm telling you this is what's happening and yeah. you know no i don't want to do this it's basically harrison ford yeah yeah um so I yeah i can i can black see harrison ford. yeah yeah i think that's a good selection it is a good selection so mine very impressive mine is uh, as we were saying before an amusing one because mine is sebastian stan yeah I had a feeling mm. you'd do that. Because especially in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier with the, the shorter hair uh, and the bit more of the, you know, oh, I'm not whinging because I'm an assassin anymore. He's, he's becoming a bit more, you know, friendly and a bit more jokey and a bit more relaxed. He has he has the looks. He's a handsome man. Uh, he rugged. has He's very rugged. He's very action. He is mm. a little bit older. Yeah. Um, and he has the the jokey, flirtatious attitude as well. So yeah. I think he could pull it off quite well. Definitely a good choice, I think. Both of those, actually. The only problem I would have with Sebastian Stan is he looks like Luke Skywalker. Not hugely. Anyway, you're going to love this. Right. Oh, let's hear it. So I, I had two. All right. And so, all right. So what I was mainly trying to do is find an actor that age and demographic basically matched the original. I was trying not to, to delve too far away because it was already hurting me so much. Yeah, funnily enough, Luke and Han were the two that I struggled the most with. Yeah. Han came to me with... With Michael Wee Jordan straight away. That was my first one. Yeah. And then you came to Han. You know, think I was sitting in, in this room, this very room with my wife, and I'm going, he's the only one that meets all the, the, you know, formula that I had put together. And I wasn't happy with the selection. Hang on, let me get my, my lynching rope ready. Zach Efron. No. <laughs> no, don't like it. 
<laughs> Neither do I. Neither do I. John, I thought of him and then I went, I have to come with somebody different. Uh, I don't like it. I, I just, he's too handsome. He is. I know. And that, that was one of the things I said. I said, but is he too handsome? Is he's he too, too pretty handsome. boy. You know, He's too pretty boy. It's like, I don't know. We could make him look ugly. We could give him some fake scars and stuff. Put some mud on his face. Uh, too pretty. Mm. Too pretty. That's boy. the best I could come up with. The second best. Okay. Shovel face. Your favourite Batman. <laughs> really? Yes. No, I don't think that I thought about either. him for about half a second and went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, because I was thinking age, demographic, I don't appeal, because it needed to appeal to, I mean, Harrison Ford, heartthrob, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I was looking for as well. Um, that's what I thought of, and that's why, like, people. Absolutely creamed over Michael. Michael B. Jordan. Jordan is a handsome, handsome. He's man. a handsome man, and but he's got that swagger. Yeah. All right. We ready to vote? Yep. I I like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I I like Michael B. Jordan too. That's one all. All right. Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> all right. You ready? I'm, I'm, I I came up. With, I'm not ready for this. I <laughs> I thought I came up with. I won't say anything, but I thought I came up with the most hilarious, the most Haha, ha, stuff you, I'm putting this down. This is going to be great. Uh, and I didn't come up with any backups. And I have a feeling that Scott came up with a very similar, if not the same one. And now I'm worried. All right, go. Mark Hamill. You know, that disturbs me on a personal level. <laughs> that is incredibly disturbing, um, which is why I chose Mark Hamill. <laughs> I have a backup, but. I don't have a backup. I'm, I'm, Tell me your backup. I am set on Mark Hamill. It gave me chills when I thought of it. I thought he'd be too perfect as a Ben Kenobi, an old old Obi Wan. Think of think of old grumpy Luke Skywalker, not you know normal yeah. Mark Hamill. He and then fits old Obi Wan Kenobi perfectly. He's certainly old. Now who's your backup? Viggo Mortensen. Okay, the Aragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he's an old man. You got to think about it. He's old. Yeah, he is. But he's also got that mentory sort of uh, thing about him. Do you know? He's already raised some windy hobbits. Yes, that's true. All right. So we're not going to discuss yours because it's the same as his. Yeah. Now you said when we were typing to each other and mm-hmm. saying what we're going to do, what the rules were, we said no, you Ewan can't McGregor. choose Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. All right. Fair enough because it's not recasting, is it? Yeah. Nobody nobody that's played a character, so no whoever played Han in in Solo. That's unacceptable because then you can't I have thought Liam Neeson as Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Harrison Ford. He's an old man. Or Sean Bean. They were my backups, by the way. No, Sean no, no. Somebody that hasn't played that character. So you can, like you said, you can have Mark Hamill as Obi-Wan Kenobi. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mason as Obi-Wan Kenobi. That was more of a gag, though, because I was yeah. thinking I'm thinking about old... Old men. You were just, men. You're just laying there thinking about old men. But I wanted someone who's a mentor. I wanted someone who looked like they knew what was going on and they've seen some stuff. They've been through a war. Yeah. And yeah. I thought perhaps Obi-Wan could be a little bit more scarred from the war. You thought a little bit Mark more Hamill? Grizzled. <laughs> no. Oh. Someone a bit darker. Gary Oldman. Okay. Interesting. I, I also thought of Gary Oldman, but. I, I mean, it's in yeah. his name. Old man. <laughs> True. It's perfect. <laughs> I like Mark Hamill as old Obi. So do I. And I I think it is a bit poetic as well. I do too. I think, and let's be honest, I think he would love that chance to do that. I am appalled. There is vomit in my mouth. <laughs> I can taste it. That is the point of this exercise, though. Yeah, no. The point was trying to do as much as he... There's two points. Recast it and traumatise everybody. Yeah. Two, if you can, recast it so that that 
the horribleness is as far detached from Star Wars as it possibly can be. I mean, Zac Efron. <laughs> Ugh, I don't like that. Um, yeah, I think we just may have to start skipping your list <laughs> entirely and just, just be between me and Scott. No, no. No, not <laughs> with Emma Watson. No. Mm, good point. I liked Emma Maybe we just take my list. So you want Mark Hamill as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Have have Mark Hamill. And because, like, also, like, the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ben Kenobi in the movie, he's he's very jokey. He doesn't take much seriously. Mark Hamill's the Joker. It's the one to be homicidal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the other two thing, two guys I had was a voice of Darth Vader yeah. and C-3PO. Mm-hmm. Now, did you come up with someone for Darth Vader? I did, instantly. Yes. Who? His was better than mine. We talked about it earlier. Well, that's not fair. No, just this one. Just, just this, no, one. Just this one. Just because he was having trouble. Okay. So what's yours? Anthony Hopkins. Okay. I figured they could have less of the distortion to his voice, if you know what I mean. Like, have a little bit, but he's very good at being a bit creepy with his voice. He's done um, of it, a huge host of roles like that before. I feel like he could do some creepy stuff. He is definitely ancient. Yeah. Who are you? Uh, for my Vader. Only the voice because I feel like. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. He's not going to be in the suit. He'll be hobbling around with a bloody cane. Correct. Uh, I went Idris Elba. Okay. So he has a very yep. deep voice. Uh, he also. Can you do an American accent? He can. That was one thing I kept on yeah. running into a wall. I said, look, can XYZ yeah. do an American accent? Yeah, it's like, he can. Oh, no, he can't. He can do an American accent. But also the Star Trek. Into Darkness. No. Yeah, yeah, the yep. one, the the bad, he was the bad guy in that, and they did like the the little tiny bit of voice modulator to give him that that deep Vadery voice. Yeah, and he's really good in it. There you go. So I think I thought he was a bit of a shoo-in. Well, my choice is controversial. Well, more, more than Zac Efron. <laughs> yep, no change because James L. Jones is Darth Vader, and no one, no one can tell me otherwise. Okay, well that's that's silly because we'll recast. Him. Yeah, exactly. No. No, because we might lots as well of things are computers. We might as well just say he can, that. He can voice Darth Vader for eternity. I'm sorry. We might as well just say that for every character then. So you're out. No. <laughs> so not, it's between Anthony Hopkins. You can't do that with real live <laughs> actors. I mean, they tried it with Tarkin and they tried it with Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. No. Ta- the Tarkin one was good. But voice is different. It, it was good, but it was still in that Uncanny it Valley. It was. Oh, don't even get me started on Uncanny Valley. Why? Well, so Uncanny Valley is your body's reaction warning you that essentially something looks human but isn't human and it's, it's not right, which means that somewhere in our past there was a reason for us to be afraid of things that looked human but weren't human. <laughs> Don't point at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so it's between... Idris Elba and Anthony Hopkins. I've got to give it Idris. Yes, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Sorry, so Anthony. No, that's fine. All right, C-3PO's voice. So you didn't come up with anything, so it's fine. So I went, I, I didn't. He's off the payroll now, I, d- <laughs> I didn't just pick C-3PO's voice. I picked a whole body for him. Okay. Um, but Scott is first. Okay. I, I liked mine only because this character, this person does everything well when it comes to body motion and <sighs> I already, already know who it is, yeah. Andy Serkis. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I also agree that that would be good, but mine you don't need to do anything. You don't need prosthetics. You don't <laughs> you need to change the voice. You don't need to do anything. All you need to do is just get a tin of spray paint and spray paint Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I'm turning your microphone off. Come on, tell me that he is not a perfect C-3PO. <laughs> he is not because C-3PO has human emotion or at least a good facsimile, no, of, a good facsimile of human emotion. <laughs> Zuckerberg does not. <laughs> I 
Apologies, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening. So I was looking for a posh English mm-hmm. butler yeah. voice. Mm-hmm. Only the voice. So I picked Colin Firth. Mm-hmm. I thought you were not, might have gone, um, what's his name, The from Marvel. Um, oh, um, Vision, Vision. Jarvis. Yeah, Jarvis. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, I thought it's on that, similar thought vein, yeah. basically, but I thought, you know, given that he's had a bit of a, a resurgence in his career with uh, Kingsman and stuff like that, <clears> I thought that gets the posh Interesting. thing going along. Andy Circus is a good choice, though. He Andy can do Circus, a lot of things. Andy Circus is, is great with the motion capture and that sort of stuff and the, the body acting. He can do a lot of good voice stuff, but he does have a very deep voice. Yeah, but he... Well, Golems isn't particularly good. Would it be a wasted performance with him behind a non-moving mask? Maybe. And, oh, and I guess the thing is too, we need to consider, given that this is a reboot, would designs be updated? So Darth Vader wouldn't like look like the Darth Vader we know. And Unlikely. C-3PO not look like the C-3PO we know. I could imagine Darth Vader not looking quite the same, but C-3PO would just look like a robot, I think. Wouldn't yeah. change a whole lot. Yeah. But I could imagine Darth Vader being a bit different. Yeah. If, if you gave... 3PO too much like movements, it would ruin a lot of the the jokes. Um, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, who wins this one then? I think I might have to go uh, Firth. Marvelous. Sorry, Andy. Because he does. Uh, I mean, Andy Circus. I love Andy Circus, uh, but but Colin Firth would give a good voice, which is essentially all it is. He's good in the Kingsman. Oh, look, so, that's all I did. So I, I actually made a couple of extras. Ooh. I know you guys didn't. Mm. All right. Um, so which means that these go straight in. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how this works. Yes, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, so I also gave uh, a Chewbacca. Okay. So we needed a large, hairy man. Jack Black. Uh, <laughs> Has his TikTok been excellent or what? Yeah. Anyway, uh, we, no, like I said, we would have to shave Jack Black. If he was <laughs> so that quite wouldn't work. Uh, Jason Momoa. But he's too handsome again and but he'll all be he doesn't in a do any- suit. Yeah, yeah, but that's my point. And then, like, <laughs> you're completely ruining. Uh, <laughs> like, tell me that he wouldn't want to do it, though. Well, I would, I would say it It would suit him, that yeah. role. Yeah, he, he's got the size, but, like, is it He's ruined? got the animal attraction. Is it, is it, is, like, the character of Chewbacca ruined on an actor like him? Like, he's too good and well-known to just be a big hairy mess. I, 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 think, Groot. I think it would just be hilarious. For Jason, I think to have someone like that credited for that role, and and given, remember, this is going to be a reboot of Star Wars. Everyone will want to be in it. Yeah, exactly. True. So, so yeah. So, Chewie is okay. What's so the last? The the only other one I did was Tarkin, and this was purely because I was thinking about Tarkin too, but I decided not to. Well, the the very first thought I had for Obi Wan, I went, "Oh, this might be right." And I went, "No, this is a hundred percent Tarkin. There is nobody that could be Tarkin other than this person, Uh, Charles Dance." Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's almost like a clone. It, it is. He looks he, like him. He, he looks, looks like, like him. him. He sounds like him. He's got that, you know, that that very posh, yeah. you know, the the I don't give a damn uh, yeah. attitude. It's like, oh, it's it's him. It's for Tarkin. people who don't know, that's Tywin Lannister. Uh, yeah, Tywin Lannister, the father in, um, in Game of Thrones. Uh, I love how you said for people that don't know, yeah. then you put doubt over who you were saying. Tywin, he was. No, I was trying to be like it's <laughs> Tywin, right? Not Tyrion. Not yeah, Tywin. Yeah, yeah Tywin. Uh, and he was. He's also uh, in uh, the L.E.G. movie. Is he wearing a French maid outfit and dancing? Oh wow! Well, it's in his he name. So good, dance. So good. It's his best role. <laughs> right, that's saying a lot. Then please don't uh, but stop yeah, listening so that was, to us on a result of that. That, that was that was it. Just those two extras. Uh, but okay. the, the Chewy was a joke. But uh, yeah, Tarkin. I I was thinking of Obi Wan, and I went, no, this is a hundred percent Tarkin. Yeah, I could get behind that. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm I am thoroughly horrified and sickened. 
So by what you, we come up with. Would you like to read out our finalised list? All right. So we have Tom Holland as Luke Skywalker, that Clara Bird as... <laughs> Let me get my other book. Don't agree on that still. <laughs> don't even remember her name. Well, you okay. don't have to You agree. know what? You don't even know who this, she is. This is a democracy. Is <laughs> unlike, unlike Star Wars, this is a democracy. Yeah, that's right. This is not the Galactic Empire and you are not Sidious. My new empire. Clara Raggard. Um, and then Han Solo is Robert Pattinson. I mean, Zachary, I mean, Michael B. Jordan. Thank you. I think that was a good selection. Yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi is Mark Hamill. That just sounds so wrong. Ooh, the voice of Darth wrong. Vader was... Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Thank you very much for the reminder. And C-3PO. Colin Firth as C-3PO. There you go. <sighs> we have, we have I'll, done it. I'll put up a post on the Facebook page with um, uh, headshots of the actors <laughs> next to their characters. Mm. We should do one the I, same way, like John, like Matt Scott, with like then their choices as well, and then like who the final who, yeah, who yeah. end up winning. You're right, we can do that. I feel like I need a shower now. Yeah, <laughs> I do feel dirty, yeah. particularly well, after it's been, the, it's been three yeah. weeks. For the you Emma now, Watson comment. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Emma you, Watson, you, you don't like that. No, you just yeah, need a, look, you need a cold I think shower. She's brilliant. I just don't see her as liar. Liar, no. I mean, I know you do, probably in some well, fan yeah. fiction or something. Anyway, I think we've traumatised everyone for long enough. This is probably going to be our longest episode. We apologise for that, but that Ooh, was well, serious work. We're also going to apologise for many things about this episode, not just the length. And you know what? While we're apologising, we may I've as well never apologize. had to apologise for that before. Oh, yes, I have. Every time. Yes. <laughs> Sorry you're so small. <laughs> and on that note, I've been John. I have been Matt and I will continue to be Matt. For I the am the Proby. Yes, and don't you forget it. This has been Good News Geek. You'll hear from us next time. Take care. See ya. Don't get in the last word. You're just probing. This podcast is produced by a small yet dedicated team. Good News Geek is not a revenue-generating enterprise, but a labour of love. If you like what you hear, be sure to tell people about us. Your podcast presenters are John, Matt and Scott... Produced by John. Social media by Matt and John. Edited by Yolanda and John. With music supplied by purpleplanet.com and fezlianstudios.com. Drink supplied by Scott, the Proby. And best he not forget it. <laughs>